I've long wondered if some psychics secretly work with the police. From the people we've talked to, no one has come forward with this information until I was able to talk with Kathy, a medium who lives in the States. Join us as we get to know Kathy's journey into mediumship, the obstacles she had to overcome to accept her gift, and the different times she's used her abilities to help people. Enjoy. So I'm Nick. Uh, I'm the one who got in touch with you on Reddit. We started this uh, podcast because, of course, we have this interest in the in the paranormal. Of course, we it started out with by being scared of ghosts and 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 the devil and all that stuff. And eventually, when we started to talk to people who had experiences and had abilities similar to you, we realized that it was much deeper than what we thought it was. And I'm sure you, uh, the stories you, you, you might tell us will, will again open our eyes to different things over there in, that, in your side of the world. So w- would you mind telling us, uh, how did it start for you? How, um, at what age did you realize you, you had this uh, ability? Um, well, I'd, actually, I was, about, I was about two years old. And um, um, with the gift, uh, it actually runs in families. Yes. And my grandma was a, a medium. She knew that, she, like, if, if um, one of her kids were going to get in a car accident, she knew that, that it was going to happen. So she'd tell them, she'd say, you know, be careful tonight. Uh, you know, you can, you know, you, I'm worried about you getting into an accident or, you know, accidentally crashing your car and stuff. And they'd be like, oh, ma, don't worry about it and we'll be fine. And sure enough, that night they ended up going in the ditch or you know getting into an accident um but now with me when I was uh two years old we're all going to go to Dairy Queen and my mom put me in the in the car and uh you know I was screaming my head off and you know the minute she took me out of the car it was fine so then finally my mom was like okay well if, if I can't go then you know if Kay can't go then nobody else can go and of course my cousins and my sisters were mad at me um but anyways my aunt decided to uh to go ahead and and uh you know go to Dairy Queen and either on the way there or on the way back her car actually hit a gravel pit and flipped and they had contacted the police and when they contacted the police the police said if any of those kids would have been in that back seat they would have been killed mm-hmm. so right then and there my mom knew that I had the gift that my grandma had yes so she she knew and um, she used to always call me a freaky kid when I was little because I did kind of scare her. I, I knew things before they were going to happen. Um, you know, I would see spirits and I would say their names and I would talk about them. And, you know, so, you know, my mom would, I kind of scared my mom, I guess, you know. So uh, so I know the, the situation is a bit same for you as well. I'm not sure if I remember right. You mentioned in Reddit that your daughter also has the gift. Yeah, she has a gift. Um, but the thing, you know, like she, but you know, like the type of gift that I have, I can do readings. I can help the police with um, murder cases. Um, you know, so but the thing is, is that you know, it's like the gift will start out small, and then it'll get you know bigger and bigger and bigger and start expanding more. So I think that the gift that she has is is you know, she's pretty much underdeveloped with it at this point. And she does have um, high function autism and, and uh, 
you know, cognitive problems. So, I mean, I don't know if she would ever get to the doing the readings like I can or talking to the police about the murder victims, but she can see spirits and she can hear spirits too. So for you, it's, it's something, uh, is it, uh, would you mind telling us uh, the range? Because uh, I'll just give a brief background for the people we've talked to in the Philippines. Abilities range to different skills. Let's say, let's call them skills, but they're technically senses. Uh, for Sam, he could see and talk to them. Some people have the ability for uh, precognition. I'm not sure if that's the right term. But you could see things before they happen. Right. The premonitions, yeah. Um, I think, you know, like the best way to explain it is, you know, my husband always says the dead are us. You know, basically, in, you know, in any place in this world or, you know, in any country, you know, is if there is living, then there's also the dead. And there's also the spirits. So, I mean, no matter... You know where we go, even in the ocean or sky, I'm sure that we would, we could actually encounter spirits. It depends on where they passed or if they've moved on. I, you know, the 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 dead are us. I mean, anywhere there's life, there's also death. So. So you opened it up. You mentioned, uh, of course, there are spirits in the sea. There are spirits in the sky. Do you believe or have you experienced elementals? Because as I was doing my research on Wisconsin. <laughs> It, it's a pretty strange uh, state because there are a lot of cryptids. Are you familiar with the term cryptids? There are a lot of creatures. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of strange things here. Um, I know, well, because I mean, I, I myself am, but, you know, um, you know, a lot of, they, they say that Wisconsin is actually one of the most haunted states. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, but, you know, part of it too, and, and I'm, I am one too, is, um, you know, there's a lot of natives in this in this um, state. I'm, mm, yeah. you know, part of the Menominee tribe. Yeah. Okay, the, the natives are very spiritual people. They're very much in contact with the spirits. And see, I think that's where I might have even gotten part of my gift too, um, because my grandpa, which he was native, he could look into people's eyes and he could tell, you know, if they're good or bad, or if they were if they were female, if they were pregnant. Um, you know, he could tell a lot of things by their eyes and then, but then my grandma, which was his wife, then she could, she knew, you know, if something was going to happen, why I have the gift so strong, I have no clue, um, <laughs> because my sisters don't have it. My parents don't have it that strong. Um, I did find out that I was a trans medium though, by accident, so you know, I just, well, because the, the, what it was is like a lot of these mediums, you know, they always talk about light and love and, you know, and, beautiful, you know, the other side's beautiful, which it is, you know. But the thing is, and I'm thinking to myself, what is wrong with me? Why am I seeing people kill other people in my head? Or why am I seeing dark spirits? And also, you know, but what it is, is that, um, you know, I found out that I was a, a trans medium, like I said, kind of the hard way. And, um, you know, but the, with the transmedium, what it is, is we can actually see both levels. We can see the upper level and we can see the lower level. A lot of mediums can only see the upper level, the heaven and stuff, but we can actually see both. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't mind, but I'd like to share with you why yeah, go I ahead. found out I was a transmedium. Well, because what was so weird, like, okay, now my daughter and even my niece, she, both of them, I would call it, they go into a zone. I call it the zone. And then my husband would keep saying that I go into the zone. 
and I couldn't figure out what he meant by the zone. A couple of years ago, we had moved to the place we live now. Or we moved here about five years ago. But what it was is a woman was killed and her body was dumped next to our place um, two years before we moved here. You know, and I didn't know this girl at all. I never met her in life. So I no clue who she was. The only problem is, is that she basically uh, homed in on me. Um, I would, uh, you know, like it, like uh, sometimes I would be sitting at the kitchen table. I could see her standing by my door. I would go somewhere, I'd come back, and I could actually see her standing, but she's deceased because she was murdered, but I could see her standing, you know, in my front door, and then my daughter and I walked down this road where they actually found her body, and, you know, I, when I was walking, all of a sudden, I felt, like, really angry, and, um, like, you know, what is going on, my whole, it was almost like something was trying to take over, and I was just, like, you know, then I started pleading the blood of Jesus over me, and I'm, like, whoa, this is, I got to get out of here. I don't know what's going on, you know. Then then I came home, and that night I started having visions, and she showed me how she died and who killed her and, um, or you know, like pictures of who killed her. And I saw the images like, like um, kind of like step by step, but it was, it was like broken up. It wasn't like, you know, I'd see, see going on on the right side of the room, left side of the room. Yeah, seeing step by step. You know, but the thing is, I was just kind of like, okay, I don't want to deal with this right now, you know, and, you know, I'd see her in um, the backyard, or my backyard a lot, and then I would try to avoid the backyard. I'm like, okay, I can't handle this. <laughs> then my sister came over and she said, to, she asked, she said, would you, why don't we go sit on the picnic table? I'm like, no, I don't want to go back there, you know. <laughs> I, said, I ended up getting scratched back there and all this stuff, you know, so that I told my sister what it happened, you know, what had happened and stuff, and she said, oh, she goes, I heard about that case. And she said, no, why, why don't you tell the police? You really need to help them. And you need to help that girl. And you need to help the family, you know. And so then finally, I, I ran into a police officer and I was telling him what happened. And he wanted me come, to come down there. And I was into in the interrogation room kind of thing. And I was, t I was telling this female police officer about what had happened, or, you know, that what's, you know, that when I came here, she kind of zoomed in on me or homed in on me, but they always say that a lot of times with the medium, um, that the spirits are in darkness and we're actually that light. So the spirits will actually follow the light. That's why she homed in on me, I guess. So when I was in the interrogation room, I was talking to the police officer and we were sitting down and we we're talking and, you know, she was, she actually had paranormal experiences too. Okay. And we we're talking back and forth. And, um, I, all of a sudden, one minute, I remember saying, uh-huh, the next minute, um, my head went to the side, and I had absolutely no control, my whole body was locked right up, no control, and then I put my head down, and then I started channeling this girl. She started talking through you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I could see her just as clear as day, you know, and then, because um, my daughter is epileptic, you know, I thought, okay, is this a seizure or something physical going on? But the thing is, is that if it was epilepsy, I wouldn't be able to remember anything. If you have a seizure, you cannot remember anything during the seizure. Well, I remember everything. I remember what the police officer, I remember her shoulders and her arms. And I remember the table and I remember the spirit I'm channeling. And it was just so bizarre. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a trans medium too. <laughs> you know, so, and trans mediums are actually the strongest mediums 
out there and they can be helpful to the police. Yes. And that you were helpful. I hope so. <laughs> the case isn't solved yet, but I hope so. You know, because I do want the families to have closure. But you know, the thing is, after I told the police about, you know, the spirit that was hanging around me and showed me everything that happened, she left me alone. You know, but she told me to tell the police, you know, and so I did. And after that, I didn't see her, which was great. But she followed me around for a year, you know. So, <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I mean, a lot of spirits, you know, the reason why they don't want to cross over is some of them, they don't know their dad. Mm, or yes. some of them some of them have unfinished business the thing is is a lot of times the living will not get any peace until somebody crosses that spirit over and that's another thing that that i you know have dealt with too um you know a lot of times i would actually um see spirits and then they would be in darkness and i'd be like whoa you're not where you're supposed to be you mm. know <laughs> and so then i would say you know you need to um, you know, you need to go to the light and, um, you know, I said, you, you you know, you're dead and you have to go to the light. And then a lot of times, you know, I would say, you know, because a lot of times I'd be worried about crossing over and I'd say, well, then you need to ask, you know, our creator for forgiveness. And I said, you know, and then I'd see a light open up and then I'd see them go through this light. And then I would see like a crowd of people. And then at least one of one family member would run and embrace them. And then all of a sudden it looked like the, um, kind of like the door closed and then it was like pitch dark and then I actually can feel a relief when I see them when I see that door close because then I know that they're where they're supposed to be this is again this this is the same uh, uh, to, to varying degrees the same stories the people who we've talked to maybe two or three people who have who help actually uh, there's this girl this woman who started this in the 1980s i think or the ninth, late 1985 she started uh, she had a mentor also who taught her how to cross spirits over and they do it at uh, they do it uh, wholesale <laughs> they go to an area which is supposedly very haunted they i'm not sure if you do this also they create um like a protection ring a ring of protection around them there are maybe five or seven people and then they uh, channel and they attract all these spirits and tell them one by one to cross over. It's something they do uh, wholesale because they, they go to an area and just help lost souls in that area. I'm not sure if you've experienced something like that. No, well, you, I mean, usually I don't, you know how they always say, usually you don't go looking for trouble. <laughs> you know? usually, usually I don't, I don't go, you know, go to them. But I'll, I'll admit there's times that I'll see like these paranormal shows, you know, and then they'll, they'll hear about, um, you know, that there was a, a woman, she committed suicide or hung herself or something. And then everybody's saying it's haunted. And then they'll go in with the, they call them like EVPs or, you know, like little radio devices that pick up the spirit, the spirit of the woman or her voice or, you know, or um, her energy and things like that, you know, and in the back of my mind, because I mean, you know, spiritually, I mean, like I said, the dead are us. They, they still, spirits still have the same feelings and emotions that we do. And they're, they're sad. They're, they're, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of times when they go into these paranormal places, or these places that they're supposed to be haunted, you know, and they'll try to record them and things like that. You know, in the back of my mind, I keep thinking, you know, I just kind of wish that somebody would go in there and just, you know, try and cross these poor spirits over because, you know, 
I would not, I'm, you know, I mean, we all take our, what they call a dirt nap, you know, yeah. we all, yeah. you know, we all die, you know, and it's like, I hope that anybody I loved or, or cared about or whatever, I sure won't want them stuck somewhere. I want them to go where they are supposed to go. And uh, so, yeah, sometimes when I watch those paranormal movies, I'm just like, you know, why can't you just cross this poor yeah. these people over and let them have some rest and peace? You know, I feel bad for them, you know. They're used as entertainment, actually. You don't re- really help them. You just entertain your... Pretty much, yeah. But, I mean, I understand, too, because actually a lot of times, like, the spirits that are attached to a lot of earthly things, you know, even if they're there um, and haunting and da-da-da, a lot of times they don't want to let those earthly things go. So even if you try and cross them, they're not going to go. No, they want their stuff. They want their nice this and nice that that they had on earth. They're too attached to it. I'm not sure if you've heard about this. The last person we talked to, he, he was an exorcist, and he's told us that apparently if you go to a bank, you'll see a lot of spirits inside the bank and apparently inside the vault because a lot of people are attached to their money. Have you seen? Yeah, have you seen? Have you seen spirits in the bank? I mean, you see spirits everywhere, but in a bank, particularly, a lot of spirits there. Well, I can, I can feel like you. Yeah, well, I can feel being watched, or I can feel, um, you know, and it's kind of like everywhere I go, I can feel spirits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, well, like when my husband and I, we've been almost married for almost like thirty years now. You know, or together and married almost thirty years, and it's like. When we would move into a place, because we were military and traveling a lot of places, mm-hmm. we move into a place, you know, before I actually accepted my gift fully. Because um, the thing is, like, I was I was raised a Catholic, you know. I was raised that, you know, you don't talk to any, you know, you don't talk yes. to any spirits. You only talk to our creator. And um, and if you talk to any spirits, you're talking to dark spirits and don't, you know, you try to shove them away and stuff like that. But the only thing is, the more I prayed the stronger they came in. So, mm-hmm, yeah. And the more I think I was opening that spiritual door, you know, before I fully accepted the gift and things like that, you know, different places we would move, you know, everywhere I'd go, I'd hear spirit talking to me or banging <laughs> or something. And then I'd be like, I want to move. This place is haunted. I want to get out of here. And then my husband's like, everywhere you go, there's spirits. So no matter where we go, it's always going to be haunted. You know? <laughs> and uh, so then, you know, when I started taking control of the gift and, you know, kind of like I, in a lot of ways I had to take control of the spirits. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to bed and you're going to leave me alone. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, things like that, you know, pretty much anywhere I go, um, you know, they're, they're there. This reminds me of another funny story. Uh, a person we talked to who, again, grew up with this gift. He had this, uh, he would say, it's called a, a righteous anger. Whenever he would see, let's say he's at home and then he's doing something and then he would see a spirit walking down the steps. He would get angry. Now. Not now. I will talk to you soon, but not now, okay? He would he would go like that and the spirit would slink back slowly out, going out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's... There's times too that the spirit would be homing on me and talking to me and kind of like bugging me and you, I'm here and stuff. You know, I I would literally walk away. I'm like, I can't help you right now and I ain't gonna talk to you right now. Mm-hmm. People are gonna think I'm crazy and just mm-hmm. go away. You know, mm-hmm. and I'd be walking to get away from it. You know, so. <laughs> Have you had a particularly a scary experience with regards to spirits? Oh sure, I I we had a poltergeist in our house when we were kids. 
it was kind of like my gift was kind of a curse at that time. Because what it is, my mom had a friend. Well, my mom and dad were were uh, building onto their house, and because there was like four of us, so we needed more bedrooms, you know. Well, the six of us all together, my mom and dad. But so, anyways, they were building onto the, the building an addition on our house. My mom had a friend named, and had these bunk beds. Okay, but here's the deal: this house was always haunted. The story to that was there's these little girls that. Um, had died of diphtheria, basically the whole family. Mm-hmm. And these girls, they're, they're, they even buried them on the same property and they have gravestones when you go by the the trees and stuff. But my mom had asked if she could buy the bunk beds from her so that we could put them into our addition. Well, the thing is, though, is that when you buy stuff from a haunted property, you bring those problems with you. You know, right after we got the bunk beds from the haunted house, um, like radios start turning on, TV start turning on, you know, all this paranormal activity. You know, I don't know if it's because of my gift that this, I, bl- I believe it's a poltergeist, that he felt threatened by me because I had this gift. Um, but anyways, a lot of times, five o'clock in the morning, I would wake up and it felt like he was choking me. Um, you know, and then I would have to pray, you know, on our creator and I would have to say, you know, I need your help. I need your help, you know, and then I jump up and I go turn on the light. But yeah, I mean, this poltergeist too, it would actually take uh take form of, of me. Um, uh, you know, one time I, you know, I went to, I had to go leave to babysit and then um, my mom and my sister came home and the, the door was locked. And now, you know, 30 years, 40 years ago, we never locked our doors because we didn't have any crime problem. Well, anyways, so my sister had knocked on the door and she said, um, you know, let me in. And she heard my voice and sounded like my footsteps come from my bedroom, run to the door. And then nothing happened. The, the door never opened. Mm-mm. And she was mad. She was like, why aren't you opening the door? And so then they basically, she had to basically break into, you know, our own house, you know, yeah. with the, but she had to go through the side doors, you know. So yeah, she was not happy. But the thing is, when I came home a couple hours later, she was a little scared. You know, like <laughs> what in the world? You know, I know I heard your voice, and I know you. I heard you your footsteps and coming from your room. So yeah, I mean, whatever this poltergeist was, it took like a special interest in me. You know, my other sisters too. I mean, it's approached my other sister and um, things like that, or you know, it would kind of mimic like my dad, you know, walking around in the kitchen or things. Um, like would he clear his throat, <clears throat> you know, and the yeah. thing would do the same thing, you know. But you know, the thing is, that, you know, having being attacked like that night after night for probably five, six years, wow. um, I still, I, I don't know how I survived it for one, but yeah. well, I mean, my faith, you know. But besides that, I have been damaged from it. I cannot sleep at night without a light on. Um, a lot of times, it's hard to sleep alone, you know. So, because it kept going after me and things like that. So, yeah, and it, it followed me from place to place that we moved. You know, it, it followed. It followed, okay. It followed, sure. But, I mean, the thing is, it seems like, you know, once I got with my husband, it didn't try to do the nightly choking me. But, you know, it's just like at night, if the light, if somebody turns the light off, it'll bother me. It'll try to bug me again. Have you tried uh, talking to it and making it move, go to the light? Um, it, well, it's it's kind of like, 
Well, I, I don't think this thing would go really light. This thing seems like it came from the darkness. Oh, you know? okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it was like a human spirit at one time, you know, because I don't feel any human emotions off it or any human energy or anything like that. So, but, you know, I've come to peace with it. You know, I've forgiven it so that it can't keep, you know, bothering me. I think that I've been, my energy or my strength has made it where it has to stay away, you know, stay at bay. Actually, very funny. I actually experienced the same thing. I was actually, you know, same experience of someone literally mimicking me. But the only difference between what you experienced with mine and mine is that I literally saw someone mimicking yeah. me. So, so he saw, he lived with a group of friends yeah. as interns and they lived in one house. He felt that someone uh, was mimicking him and literally looking like him. And it came to a point that, that he came home he he got home with his friends, and when they opened the door, he saw himself yeah. talking to this girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and actually, my well, what was kind of funny about the you know, like with this paranormal with the poltergeist, you know, um, we would all tell my dad, we'd be like, hey, you know, there's yeah. activity going on here, and this is what was said and what was done, and blah blah blah. And then my dad would laugh at us, and oh, you guys are all crazy, and blah blah blah. <laughs> And you know, the thing is, though, he, I mean, we all grew up and moved away. And then him and my mom had separated, you know, he was coming up from the basement steps because this thing actually, you know, did kind of keep returning, you know, to, to him also, you know what I mean? Like it, it still kind of stayed in the, well, I mean, it's a spirit. It can go anywhere, you yeah. know? So one time he was coming up from the basement steps and he had stopped and this thing had actually taken form of my mom. Mm-hmm. looked at it exactly like my mother and he said this thing actually um stopped looked at him glared at him and went up the steps opened the front door and walked through the front door and you know he looked around for my mom's car and my mom's car was not there so it was not it was not of this earth so so, so eventually he believed you <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he called my aunt and he was shaking and he, yeah, I can't believe what I saw. But I mean, he still stayed there. I mean, you know, he just kind of blew it off, I guess. Yeah. But. <laughs> I want to ask you this. Uh, again, you can you can choose not to answer if you don't prefer. Uh, a lot of people who we talk to who have these gifts also, some of them have uh, what they call the spirit guides. So these spirit guides range from actual spirits uh, to otherworldly spirits so do you have you experienced or do you have like guides who tell you what to do and uh, help you with, uh, with with life in general yeah and they drive me nuts <laughs> <laughs> they drive me absolutely bonkers so, you know it it's just like it feels like it's apparent you know both my parents have passed on but yeah. it feels like it's apparent I mean if I the thing is is you know I can see a lot of things from on the other side, right? Yeah. Okay, the thing is, though, is that I don't always know what I'm supposed to say or what I'm not supposed to say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times if I say things, you know, that I wasn't supposed to say or think, you know, because the other side's got a lot of rules and they're very kind of secretive and closed door and, you know, they don't, they, you know, they withhold a lot of things from us, you know. But anyway, so, you know, there's a lot of things that I see from the other side, you know, that 
you know, it, it helps me. It makes sense, but it's something that the average person is not supposed to really know mm-hmm. or wouldn't be able to grasp. Yeah. And then if I accidentally let anything slip, you know, I've got my spirit guide just like constantly nagging, nagging me, you know, oh, you're supposed to say that and don't say that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, da, da, da. And it's like, don't ever say that again. And, you know, then I'm be like, whatever. And he go, well, I can take your gift away. And, you know, if you, if you don't behave and all right, okay, fine. You know what I mean? But it just, it, they do, they drive me crazy. I mean, I, you know, I get it. They're trying to um, guide you and protect you and, um, things like that. But I mean, mine really nags. It's like, you know, <laughs> oof, I feel like I got a dad hanging around here. I don't know. <laughs> so, but they do guide you. I mean, they, 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 they oh, help sure. you. Yeah. Oh, sure. They'll tell me, no, don't do this or, or do that. Or, you know, you know what I mean? They, they are there, you know, and I do feel like there's a couple of them. And actually I, I have, I, I do see a, you know, I've noticed like a female one, um, but then I also got this grouchy male one. So <laughs> I'd rather talk to the woman. I'm telling you on that one. But, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice. The other one's kind of a grump. But, you know, the thing is my type of personality, though, is like I'm very high energy and stuff. And, and I kind of need somebody to kind of go chill out, you know. So yeah. I, I can see why I got the grumpier one. <laughs> you know? We talked to this girl in uh, Amsterdam, and she had a a very protective and grumpy uh, female also, and she would tell us that 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 spirit would protect her uh, uh, to a point that uh, other mediums would get threatened when she, when they do wow. something she doesn't like. Wow, so that's yeah. funny that you have that grumpy man, old man. Yeah. Well, because I even heard this grumpy spirit guide saying, you're one of the hardest people I've ever had to guide. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because I don't listen, you know, like yeah. he'll say, do this, do that. And I'll just, uh, la, 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 I just ignore it. I'm in my yeah. world, you know. So, yeah, I guess I got him mad that day. <laughs> so, Can I ask this again? Uh, this again uh, connects to another story of uh, another medium or another ability person. She said she encountered this, again, a grumpy she couldn't say it's a, a guy or a girl, but it's a grumpy person in a grumpy spirit. But she said it was like a time spirit. It would go into her and show her the stream of time and show her not to man- how to manipulate time, but it should, would show her these things that she could not comprehend because she's like, what? Time? time do, is that similar to the old guy or no? Um. Well, because I think, like, with the spirit guys, like, when we're talking about the grumpy spirit guys and stuff, um, I think what, you know, what happens is that, you know, a lot of times the spirit guides, um, I don't know, some mediums say they, well, no, actually, spirit guides have lived lives before. And what it is, is that when, you know, even if you leave your body, once you're, you know, and you, you transition into a spirit, you still carry the same personality yes. you had on this earth. And I think that, you know, with this grumpy guy there, I think that was his personality on Earth. And then the female that I noticed, it's her personality when she was on Earth, too. So I think that's why they're like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I, I don't know if I, I think, I think I kind of, but it's kind of my type of, type of personality. I actually think that I astroplane more than what I realized. And I think my spirit guy's got to keep up, you know, mm. I mean, like, yeah. usually I don't see, you know, he doesn't usually, sh- well, 
he might be the one showing me things, but I just know that a lot of times, you know, I'll be in my bed one minute and boom, I'm, you know, in another, totally another place, you know, and, um, you know, I'll be seeing different things and, um, you know, but there's times, you know, that I'll wake up and I'll be hearing these full conversations in my head and it does sound like, you know, like not conversations, but full talking in my head, you know, like, in just like you and I are talking. So, you know, my spirit guide probably is actually talking you know, and feeding the information to me, you know, because what's kind of weird is it seems like, you know, like with me, even though, you know, my mom's whole kind of not the whole side of the family, but a lot of people in my mom's side of the family are mediums and some of them do the paranormal, you know, they go into houses and stuff. And then I have another medium that she does the readings as a profession and stuff. Even though I was, you know, I, that side of the family is all mediums. I still had to learn almost everything on my own. So no one was there to guide you? You didn't ask for, yeah? Nope. I pretty much had to learn everything on my own. I had to um, I had to figure out everything on my own. And, you know, if it made sense, I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. So. I wish that there's actually like a, a booklet or a handout yeah. <laughs> of how to do this and navigate through your childhood with this kind of thing. Yes, because Sam, uh, Sam kept, well, mostly kept it to himself and to, to friends because uh, here in the Philippines, same as you, we, we grew up Catholic. Uh, most of the Philippines is Catholic. And any sign of something, a gift like this, and you, you would be branded as either crazy or you're, 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 you have gifts from the devil, from evil spirits. Yeah, so. Yep. Oh, sure. The, well, it, it's kind of the same way here. I mean, like, with us growing up Catholic, um, you know, like I said, they, they always tell me the only one that I can talk to is God. And, you know, if you talk to anybody else, then you're talking to, to the devil. And then, like, too, like a lot of people, um, you know, they'll, they'll sit there and, and, you know, act like you're crazy, too. And, you know, it's the same, same thing here, you know. Um, and actually, <coughs> excuse me, like my, okay, now, like my my second sister there, she, um you know, like growing up, I would be talking about a lot of the spirit, these spirits that I'm seeing. And, you know, my, my sister, my second sister, her kids, you know, they're actually kind of clairvoyant themselves. So they kind of understood what I was saying. Second sister there, she was like, totally like, oh, talking goofy again. And, um, oh, I don't see anything. And I don't see any ghosts, blah, blah, blah. Well, the thing is, is that she um, my grandma had passed on and she bought my grandma's place and she had rented it out to rent to, to renters. But I mean, like my sister, she didn't believe that I had the gift until like three, four years ago, you know, and I'm in my fifties now, you know, and, um, but the, what turned her into a believer is because she was telling me, she said she had rented out her grandma's house. And then once she had rented out, she said she started having like really like nightmares or like like strange dreams and like she'd have like sleep paralysis and she said that she'd be dreaming that she was at her grandma's house and then she would go up the stairs and then the window would go wide open and the curtains would would fly you know almost like the spirit was saying something somebody's gotta leave you know and I told my sister I said hey I said you know what the deal is I said that was that's grandma I said she doesn't like the renters you have in there and I said, she's mad that, that, you know, they're there. And I said, she's telling you that she's not happy about it. So, because the renters, I mean, they, it was, 
I guess there are different things like drugs and they got in trouble and things like that. My grandma was very Catholic, very, you know, really strict. And, you know, so my sister got the renters out of there, you know, so then she offlined me and she said, you know, I'm a believer now. And she said, yeah. <laughs> you know, once I got the renters, I know I just, I laughed, you know, yeah. but she said, once I got the renters out of there, she said, you know, um, it's peaceful there. She said her, her nightmares have stopped. And uh, she said, you know, she's a believer now. But it was just kind of funny because, you know, when she emailed, she's like, well, I'm a believer now. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I told you, Mel, I told you. Grandma didn't like these people in that house. They're doing drugs and, you know. And But, yeah, basically in the dream, she was basically saying, you know, open that window, like, ship on, you know, ship them on out, you know. But so now she's a believer now. And she just, she would always tell me I was talking goofy and, you know, things like that. Yeah, that would bring a contrast, actually, how she she supported her children having these gifts and you supporting. I'd like to ask you, uh, we had a, we had another guest, a mother. She could actually, she, ha- she also, similar to you, she had gifts also, but she could only see spirits. She see and talk also. She, was, she actually reached out to us because her children were seeing also. We're seeing things. They would wake up in the middle of the night, her eldest daughter would wake up screaming and say he's coming for me he's coming for me and she knew there was something there she wouldn't look and she'd get her child and they'd go to the bathroom and lock it (laughs) so i'm not sure you having uh, brought up uh, uh, a daughter with uh, an ability how how do you how did you do it how do you how did you deal with her with her with her gift her gift um basically um and you know kind of what my actually i mean i went through a bad spell I um because like when my husband and I were in the military um my gift had gotten even bigger you know like you know open and like if I would go stand next to some, if I'd be saying they're talking to somebody then I could actually see another spirit or you know the the loved ones that passed on next to them and then sometimes they'd try to talk to me well then it was almost like I was trying to talk to the person that's alive and then the family members trying to talk to me at the same time you know but it seemed like it was getting too much for me because, I mean, I probably was like a, you know, kind of, they probably thought it was what they called ditzy or whatever, just because, or scatterbrained because I couldn't seem to stay focused on, excuse me, on the physical person, you know. A lot of places I would go, I would have that going on. And, and then a lot of times I would just start to um, kind of like shut myself in, you know, to the house and I wouldn't go out and talk or whatever. And, you know, my husband finally, he was just like, you have to stop this. He said, you can't be afraid of them. He said, he said, you know, don't fear me. He said, the dead are us. He said, you have to, you have to get out there and you have to, you know, you can't, you can't keep trying to hide from the world, you know. And, but he said, the biggest thing was don't fear them. You know, he said, you need to face them. And he said, and he's like, I mean it, you know. And, you know, I started doing that, you know, if the spirits would start um, come, you know, because like I said, it really, when I hit my 30s is when it was was really intense and it was like overwhelming at first, you know, and now, you know, because like I would have spirits looking at me like face to face, you know, when I'd be trying to lay down and go to sleep, I'd have my eyes closed and then I'd open my eyes and they are face to face with me <laughs> and then I'd be like, great. So then I close my eyes thinking that they're going to go away, you know, and then I'd open my eyes again. Well, they're there again. You know, it's like, ah, oh, what do I do? You know? Finally, I was just like, okay, you know, like I'd open my eyes there again and I'd be like, all right, well, what do you want? You know what I mean? 
bothering me. What do you want here? You know, and you know, a lot of times it was they were they were trapped or they needed something or whatever. So, but like I said, the the biggest thing is not to fear it because they they actually they're not all good spirits, and and the dark spirits will actually so you know they'll thrive on that fear. It, it gives them yeah. more energy to manifest, more energy to cause more problems. You know, but I think I think the don't fear them and take control. You know, you have to tell the spirits, okay, you're annoying. You have yeah. to you talk yeah. to the spirits like you do people that are alive. Yeah. You know, exactly. And and they they'll follow, they listen, you know. So um, but yeah, and you know, as a child, one thing you do too is like when that child is telling you, Hey, this is going on and that is going on and this is happening, listen to them and believe them and you know, you know, I mean, because the thing is, if that child is not being believed, yes, that is the worst feeling that you're going to ever have. Because, you know, I mean, because how do you feel if people don't believe you, it's going to hurt their feelings and it can cause other problems, you know, the kids are like, well, why do I even bother saying anything? You yeah. know? <laughs> so, but yeah, but yeah, no, just, you know, don't fear them, control the spirits and, you know, just believe your child, you know, it's the best you can do. And like you said, you know, you have to try to cleanse the, um, cleanse the room, you know. But the thing yeah. is, too, is like children and animals, they're very clairvoyant because, basically because they're innocent. They don't have the clutter of the world coming into their minds. They're, they're very innocent. They, they don't have people telling them that that's not standing there, you know. Do, do you believe in uh, using... Uh for protection using uh, different elements, meaning uh, we learned from another practicing medium or a psychic to use salt and uh, black tourmaline and different crystals to help protect your place. Do you do you do that or you just use, I mean, uh, the light to protect yourself? I pretty much use the light to protect myself, but um, I know what you're talking about with the salt. They say a lot of times if your, your house is haunted and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that a lot of times, you know, putting um, like a ring of salt around you can actually protect you from dark spirits. Um, you know, I have, I mean, I do love crystals, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, so, I mean, I do wear crystals a lot and I know there's different, like there's a, was it a, I think they call it like, um, I could be wrong, but it's like a black stone. Yeah, black tourmaline. Supposed, it's a black tourmaline. Yeah, yeah. supposed to absorb energy. Um, like with the crystals too, I think a lot of times you put them into the, by the moon and absorb the moon's energy and stuff. Um, I know that during, at, during the moon, you know, when the moon is going on, um, I'm a lot more clairvoyant. Mm. I feel like my spot, spirit body is actually rising. Um, and then it almost feels like I'm looking out four eyes instead of two, you know, and then it's like, I got to kind of like physically bring my spirit body yeah. back down. Yes. but. Um, but I notice I'm a lot more jumpy around the full moon, more clairvoyant. I'm seeing more things. Um, you know, it, it seems like the, the moon is kind of opening up the, it has, seems to open up the door more to the spirit world for me. Mm, maybe, maybe that's your connection. Yeah. Yeah. I love the full moon too. So, <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, I, I heard from the, again, from that, uh, medium, uh, psychic we talked to, uh, in Sedona, they have this uh, like a mineral fair or a gem fair, and she goes there regularly. I think every year, not now because of COVID, but she goes there every year to recharge and to see which crystals she could bring back. And I, I'm not sure if that would interest you, but it's in Sedona, I think. They have. I think psychics also go there <laughs> for <laughs> to get their supplies. 
for, for yeah. protection. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've tried different crystals, but like I said, I my I guess my face is the main the main thing because it's it's helped me through all the way. But like I said, I I do love crystals and and things like that. Um, matter of fact, we have we're talking about fairs. We had a psychic fair here. Um, there's like maybe um maybe ten miles away from here. What's well, kind of weird? Speaking of spirit guides too, I had the spirit guide nagging me to go to the psychic fair, right? <laughs> And I'm just like, I, you know, I really, I don't, you know, I know I'm, I'm clairvoyant and I, you know, but I mean, I don't really know if I want to go. What's kind of weird is that I had decided to go to the psychic fair and there was like, like five different psychics. And so then, uh, but the thing is I picked this one psychic. And uh, so, you know, I, I, cause I just wanted to see how they work and what they do. And, you know, cause I mean, like, I, you know, like a lot of mediums, they just, they got their own thing going on, you know, and so then I picked this one medium, I sat down across from her, and she was telling me, she said, I could tell there's something very special about you, and then I said, uh, yeah, I said, I'm a medium, and uh, she goes, well, then what are you doing here, <laughs> you know, she goes, you know, I can't tell you anything new, well, come to find out, this medium was actually my cousin, and we ended up talking for like 45 minutes, you know, yeah. But it was it was kind of cool, and like I said, I had no idea that we were related, but we clicked, and you know, because we were only supposed to talk for 15 minutes, and here we talked for 45, you know. But uh, yeah, it was it was kind of cool. So, and you know, what's kind of weird is that I picked up, um, you know, I picked up her grandfather between, you know, standing between, um, between her and I, and I could see that he was in a log cabin home. What was kind of weird though is it seemed like I could actually. Um, the picture of you know it wasn't a picture because he was actually moving around in the kitchen part in this log cabin but it looked really clear you know so I mean like her and I's energy or auras must have really lit up the picture because I was like wow I have never seen spirits that you know that bright before <laughs> that intense or you know the picture came in real clear so so was yeah. that grandfather still alive or no, he passed. Yeah, he he passed lived in a log cabin. Mm. And I I don't, I mean, I don't know if it was our grandfather combined. Because, I mean, well, my grandma had like 15 kids in her family. So, yeah, you know, they were busy here. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I have, I know, you know, I've got cousins everywhere. So, yeah. you know, so. To that point, apparently, uh, when, again, when, when psychics and ability people converge, uh, your gifts are enhanced also. That that would be the case for your cousin. That because you were together, and again you had that uh, blood tie, probably it made your sight amplified. Mm-hmm. Do Do you also when you get readings? Uh, I I just want to know. Do you also get the images just come to your head? I mean, suddenly you get words, you get feelings, you get emotions. Is that how it works for you when you feel or when you get these images? Sure. Yeah. I I I can um. Um, what's kind of weird because like when the gift first started, I could actually see things, you know, like pictures like in the left left corner of my eye, but now I can actually see them straight on. I can pick up a person's personality, what they look like, what they're wearing. You know, I can tell, you know, if they died in the in the summertime, in the wintertime. I can tell if, you know, like if it was a heart attack, I can actually, because the area for me is very dark where the heart is, you know, mm, yeah. and I can tell they have problems with their heart. 
Um, I can actually, you know, sometimes I can see them in a wheelchair in a hospital bed, you know, so a lot of times I can kind of like figure out how they die just by where I see them at. But yeah, and there's times too that, excuse me, when I'm doing readings, I'll get really emotional along with, with the person I'm doing a reading on. And here I, they're crying, I'm crying. I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I myself am perfectly fine. So I have no idea why I'm crying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. it's just kind of weird because it's like, this isn't my tears. This isn't my feelings. This isn't, you know. So, but yeah, I can definitely absorb that energy. Um, a lot of times too, like, you know, when I've helped the police with, um, missing person cases. There was one in Stevens Point, um, you know, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, all they had to do was show me a picture on the internet, and I can actually start seeing images of where he is. Um, because what had happened is this, um, well, I say kid because he's probably in his 20s, he had went to college in, I don't know, an hour and a half away from here. And uh, he had, uh, he went missing and they did like a 36 hour search and they had ended up calling it off. Then this friend of mine, she called me and she said, Kathy, she goes, you're a medium. She said, why don't you see if you could pick up where this kid is because nobody can, the police can't find him. The parents can't find him. You know know what I mean? Like nobody can find him. And so then I told her, I said, Lindsay, show me a picture because I got to find, I got to see, you know. And so she showed me a picture and then images start coming to me. And um, then I, she, she put me on a three-way with this, um, with a sergeant down there. And, uh, you know, he had a detective, I guess, and he had talked to me. Um, he was asking me different questions like, you know, um, I said, to, I see the city, the city is behind him. I said, I don't think he's in the city. And I said, I see this roll of uh, round white lights or, you know, like street lights, you know. And then um, I said, I can tell he's by the water. I talked to at um, 12.30 that day. And then I talked to the dispatcher. And then um, then I talked to the detective. And we started talking at 12.30 that day. At 1.15, they pulled this kid's body out of the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now this was after the they called off the 36-hour search. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know um, where this area that, I don't know the bridge or whatever that he, well, because what it was, I guess he went out for his 21st birthday and he got intoxicated and he walked into the water. Oh. And, uh, you know, you know, because when you're so intoxicated, you know, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Um, because, you know, like the police officer asked if I thought he was in the water. I said, I can't, you know, that part I can't see. Yeah. I can just yeah. see that he's not, that the city was behind him. And then sure enough, they pulled his. They pulled him out of the water, but I mean, you know, part of me, you know, I saw the parents and it looked like their heart was broken, but yet the other part too is I was at least able to give them closure that, you know, they knew where this this kid was. Um, But, you know, the thing is, I I mean, I still don't, like I said, I still don't know what bridge or what college or, I think I went to the dentist there once and that was about it, but actually that's, uh, that's the thing that some people will like be skeptics feel that what your gift is an exact science it isn't it, it from another medium we talk to images just come he right. cannot explain them logically but images and words and feelings right. they just come and you just have to say them or write them down but you, you don't like what you said I'm not sure where it was but this is what I saw right it's kind of like charades 
you know, it's like somebody shows you this picture and this picture and this picture. Well, then you got to try to put these pictures together. And, you know, but the thing is, though, like one thing I stopped doing with readings is like they would show me an image and then I would try and figure out what this image was, you know, and then a lot of times I'd say, okay, well, I see, say, an image of a of a horse, you know, yeah. and like, did he have a horse? And they'd be like, no, he didn't have a horse, but he had a picture of a horse, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so what I do now, if I do a reading, I'll say, okay, well, he's showing me a horse. I don't know what yeah. way, I don't know if it's a physical horse. I don't know if it's a picture. I don't know if it's, you know, so now I just kind of like, I don't try to figure it out. I just say, okay, this is what he's showing me. I don't know what it means to me, you know, to me, I don't know what it means, but you should be able to figure it out. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It must mean something to him yeah. and to you and, you know. Because that's what they're showing you. That's what they're giving to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because I don't try to figure it out no more, you know, because I'm always wrong. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and, and they'll judge you for it, and they'll say, oh, it's Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. To the story of the exorcist, he told us that for some reason this year, he's getting a lot of inquiries and people asking for help for seeing spirits in their houses and sp seeing spirits all around. And he's saying that for some reason, the frequencies... Uh, are mixing up this year. So what he's saying is that uh, spirits are of a different frequency. Uh, angelical beings are of a different frequency. Um, the evil elements are from a different frequency. And for some reason, they're mixing up this year. Have you experienced that also? That Oh, sure. Sure. Well, but actually, you know, I, I have a kind of like logical explanation okay. for that. Yeah. Okay, because the thing is, okay, now with this COVID, everybody was scared. I'm yeah. afraid, afraid, afraid. Okay, when they, even, I mean, it's not even, you have to be afraid of a spirit. Yeah. But the thing is, this whole world was in, in fear, a fear panic. Okay, now the spirits, the dark spirits are actually below us. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when everybody's afraid, those dark spirits can actually come up. And they can actually do, you know, raise havoc on everybody. So basically... When the world is afraid, that's the spirit's feeding ground. Mm -hmm. That's like, ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna start chewing on this fear here. Yeah. That's why a lot of this stuff is 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 getting, you know, getting so crazy. You know, a lot of times I think, you know, maybe the, the demonic entities were released, and that's what all this craziness is. But like I said, also too, I mean, everybody's afraid of dying of COVID, afraid of dying of COVID, and they're but this fear is actually drawing a lot of these dark energies. And they're having a good old party, you know, they're, you know what I mean? Yes. They're like, oh, fear, you know, it's like potato chips for us, you know, yeah. chewing, <laughs> you know. But I actually think that's a big part of it. Because the thing is, a lot of people that actually have faith in, in God have less fear. I don't have, yeah. I, I actually never feared COVID from day one. I don't fear, you know, because I know where I'm going. I know, you know, there's another side, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have you know, the fear that a lot of people do, you know, in some ways I've probably been somewhat untouched from, you know what I mean? Like I haven't had too many negative things happening to me because, you know, I just don't have any fear, you know. So can you tell us about that, of you experiencing or seeing the hell or that area? Oh, um, I've seen the lower levels, yeah. Um, I've seen, I've actually seen some lower, you know, like the lower levels at, at different times. It's almost like an astral plane, um, you know, and I mean, there's times that, I mean, like I said, I, I've seen both. Um, what I've seen of hell, like a lot of times, say if I astral plane, 
you know, down to hell, my spirit guide will actually tell me you have to um, tone tone down that light, tone down the light with inside you, because these spirits can actually see that light, you know. So they're like, if you're down here, you have to actually, you know, you have to squash that light because, yeah, or like kind of like putting this like invisible blanket, you know, you know how that on Harry Potter, he's got the invisible cloak or whatever. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of weird, though, too. Sometimes when I'm actually down there, though, even if I'm squashing that light, I can actually see, you know, one of the lower level spirits looking at me face to face, you know, Hmm. and then it's like, you know, but I mean, I it's weird from here down to hell there's different levels and not all of it's pure burning hell a lot of it's just some of these levels are very dark Mm -hmm. i don't know if it is like purgatory or but i mean not all of it's like straight fire and brimstone you know some of it's just very very dark levels you mentioned that uh you have a personal experience with uh jesus oh yeah i'm not sure if you if you're okay to share your experience with well, actually, one experience I had, I mean, I wasn't being attacked by a entity or anything, but actually the first time I saw Jesus was I was seven years old. And, you know, I grew up in the Catholic Church and, um, you know, I, we had these little, this little statue that you, you tip your finger in there and then you do the sign of the cross and yes. things like that. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm laying in bed one day or while sleeping And then all of a sudden I looked over and I actually seen Jesus standing next to my bed. (laughs) And um, I, 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 you know, launched, you know, I mean, I was so excited and I did, I launched to him and I went into his arms and I was talking to him and, you know, like mile a minute and um, I was making him laugh and, you know, being goofy, goofy kid I was. And, you know, I would tell him how I would dip my finger into that little water thing that we statue that we have and do the sign of the cross and stuff. And it was like an awesome visit. And then I asked him, I said, can I wake my sister up? Because I said, I want her to meet you too. And he shook his head. He said, no. And um, next thing I know, I was in my bed. And uh, the next morning I woke up and I'm like, where is he? Where did he go? You know, and I know that I wasn't sleeping yet. I know I was kind of, you know, like in between awake and sleep yeah. state. And uh, so, but you know, it's kind of weird. Sylvia Brown seen her um, spirit guide at seven. Edgar Casey seen an angel at seven years old, and I seen Jesus at seven years old. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of weird, <laughs> you know. Like <laughs> they haven't seen supernatural things at seven years old, you know. Um, that that is kind of weird. But um, now like as far as the Bible too, um, I noticed like I watched a lot of NDE uh, movies and stuff. And the thing is, is that um, a lot of people at the NDE, they they are spiritual, you know, with the they have their faith in God and stuff. But they said a lot of times they have trouble following religion too. But you know, and I I do too. I mean, the the Bible is a good guide. But I mean, there's there's a certain part in the Bible that says you know that mediums are um, yes yeah that, like we're we're I don't know talking to the devil or you know like. You know, there's a part in the Bible saying that mediums are, you know, are are a bad thing. But I'm thinking to myself, you know, I was a two-year-old child when I first found out I had the gift. It's like, what, you know, what did I do as a two-year-old child to be evil? <laughs> you yes, know what I mean? That's true. That's like, true. you know what I'm saying? Like, what did I ever do? You know, I know, like I said, the Bible is a good guide. But I, I think in a way, like, because the thing is, when I, when I 
think of Jesus, I think of freedom. I think yeah. of, you know, I mean, within limits, you know, but with the Bible, it tries to make you be um, like suffocating. You know, you can't do this and you can't do that and you got to do this. And, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, so I have a lot of hard time following it. I mean, there's times that, you know, if I can't explain something, you know, that I see, you know, in this, in the spirit world or whatever, I will try to go to the Bible and it does, does help me out with, you know, guiding things, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, toss the Bible or anything because yeah. I mean, <laughs> it is a good guide, but it is to try to follow it like word for word. And I mean, I would, I would, I'd feel so suffocated. I couldn't help it. <laughs> you know, I have to be mean that I can't be something that I'm not, you know, I just can't do it. Yeah. Another question. Um, the sensitives and the, the psychics here in the Philippines, because we have a very um, we have a very rich culture with regards to elementals. I'm not sure if you have that same experience. Because uh, here in the Philippines, people actually have experienced. I mean, it sounds. I'm not sure if to you if it will sound weird, but dwarves with uh, three elementals, with um, all kinds of uh, elementals from fire and wind elementals, and especially there in Wisconsin, I'm not sure if you've seen we've talked to people who can see spirits but cannot see elementals but again sam is different but he can see spirits and elementals so have you experienced elementals because looking at the weird things in wisconsin you have uh, these things called hunchies uh they're little people near muskego is that correct Uh, so now are elementals like dark spirits or uh actually they're earth spirits the way we see it, they're earth spirits. They uh, earthbound spirits. Uh, they are spirits of the trees. I don't know if there is such a thing, or if you guys believe it in the in the Western countries. But in the Philippines, we consider like we consider spirits as a how they call it as a not just human spirit. Yeah, not just humans. Not just human spirit, but you know. Spirits that has roamed the earth more than human did. So um, we have spirits that is connected with fire. We have spirits mountains. that's connected to yeah to the mountains. Other creatures, for example, like mermaids, are are um, considered as water spirits. But do you guys have that in in Wisconsin? Because uh, I'm seeing a lot of things like. Uh... They consider them uh, physical manifestations are monsters in the ocean, like in Lake Lake Pepin. You have the Pepe, again the Hunchies. You have gnomes in F- Five Field, a rock rock tossing gnome. So again, throughout the world, uh, we've talked to people in Denmark, in in Amsterdam. The same characteristics pop out. So I have a theory also that Bigfoot. The Bigfoots you see, uh, the Bigfoots that are seen, I'm not saying you've seen them, but the Bigfoots in, that are seen are actually three elementals because the description for Bigfoots are tall, hairy beings. Here in the Philippines, we have a thing called the Capre that is a tree elemental. It is tall, it is hairy, and it sits atop a tree or is situated near a tree. So I'm not sure if you've experienced something like that over there. Um, I, yeah, well, I mean, I have, I have heard of like Bigfoots, um, I think like in the southern part of our, of the state by La Crosse or whatever, 
Um, I mean, I've never, I've never seen, I never really seen any anything like that. But I have actually had um, a lot of UFO sightings. Um, one time, uh, my my mom was a friend of hers that had the haunted house there. Um, my mom and us, us kids were going to house. And we got by this, they call it Hammond's Bridge. And we got by Hammond's Bridge and my mom looked up and there was a UFO up there. And she had actually seen beings inside the the windows of the UFO. She had actually seen the outline of these, you know, aliens. This and is um, mom, right? It was my mom. And she was, you know, kind of like screaming at us to look up. And we were all looking up and... We did see like a, a round craft and then we get by house and she's all shook up and um, she's telling what she's seen. And um, because they say that a lot of these UFOs actually do follow the rivers mm-hmm. and that's kind of their guides, I guess. And um, excuse me, but I remember saying, you know, we had to stay by Sandy's house till like 11 o'clock that night so that, you know, my dad would be home from work because my mom didn't want to leave house until you know until my dad was home from work because she's like you know i'm not stepping out of here until i know i'm you know i know your dad's home and and but i actually did see something really odd um my grandparents um you know they had lived like a couple miles from where this hammond's bridge was and i seen this large um almost like earth-like sphere and it was radiating light. It was, you know, it was like round and just like the earth. But the thing is, this thing was, um, I could see like a top of it over the um, really tall pine trees that we had here. And then I could, you know, then it was only like a couple of feet off the ground, but it looked like it was completely r- like a round earth, but illuminated with light. And I'm driving past and I'm scared. I'm like, holy crap. And, you know, I'm driving as fast as I can. And, you know, and I've never seen something like that before. Um, I was, I, you know, I thought I was going to die. I thought this thing's going to kill me. Something's going on. You know, it wasn't, it, you know, it didn't seem paranormal. It seemed otherworldly though. But, um, but, you know, but the thing is, like I said, it was only a couple of feet off the ground, a perfect circle and just slightly over the tops of these tall pine trees. And, um, and then I was talking to my aunt, um, you know, that, I mean, it didn't hurt me, obviously. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got out of there and then I was talking to my aunt because um, she grew up in right in that area. And I was telling her, I said, hey, I said, you know, I'd seen this big, huge, almost like earth light, earth ball illuminating thing. And, you know, I mean, these pine trees are, you know, they're extremely tall. You know, yeah. they, you know, I mean, they're, I don't know exactly how tall they are, but I mean, they're tall. Yeah. And, yeah. um. I was describing this thing and my aunt's like, yep, I seen the same thing. Yep. I seen the same thing. I was like, holy cow, because you know, and I was scared because I've never seen something like that. And I don't, I have no idea what, what it, what it was. I still yeah. don't know what it, what, what it is. Um, but yeah, no, we, we had a lot of UFO um, cause we lived next to the Wolf river. We had a lot of UFO sightings, you know, you'd look up in the sky and then all, then you'd be looking at something blinking yeah. Next thing you know, yeah. it just take off in light speed. Yeah. You know? I believe in all of that. Actually, um, the more we delve into the paranormal, uh, understanding the paranormal, this was brought open to us by that light worker we talked to. Uh, 
the bridge between the paranormal and uh, extraterrestrials is very thin, actually. Uh, it appears that... So, I mean, you've mentioned UFO, so you believe there are extraterrestrial beings also, of course. Oh, yeah, I had a vision. I had a vision once. Oh, speaking of that, I had a vision um, one time that I was um, astroplaning or something, and um, I know I wasn't sleeping. I was probably yeah. in the zone yeah. again. Yeah. Um, but in this vision, um, people, you know, people and aliens, mm-hmm. um, I guess the greys or whatever, mm-hmm. they're actually sitting side by side in like a stadium and they were, they were waiting on people to, to talk, you know, to speak, but they were, they were side by side. We weren't afraid of them like we would, we would be now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I don't know if it's. Yeah. I don't know because it's a, a vision of it, so I don't know if they're all deceased or, yeah. you know. But um, but see, like you were talking about with the remote viewing, I have a touch of that too. When I met, when I met my husband, um, he had told me to describe. Hang on a minute. Where was that you wanted me to describe? Well, won't you come in here over a minute? He wanted me to describe a old post corral um, at Fort So, Oklahoma, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, come here. Here, I'll, can you, would you mind if you talk, tell you about it? Or yeah, yes, go ahead. Okay, this is my husband. He- is, hello, Nick Carter. Here. Hello. Um. Yeah. Well. So, okay. What happened that night? You described old Post Corral Fort Hill. I looked in the 1880s, which has been preserved. Yeah. But well, you described it down to perfect detail. Yeah. Without having seen it before. She never been there. Never no. been there. So. Same thing with my motor pool at Fort Hood, Texas. I described that too. Yeah. Well, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're very lucky, Kathy, to have a husband that actually does believe you because there are a lot of people or a lot of yeah people that would just, you know, dump everything out just because, yeah, just because they don't believe it. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he's had enough. He, well, his, his first wife was um, uh, in Oklahoma and she was, she, had a lot of strong abilities too. So, mm. um, and then I think he's, you know, he has a touch of it too. He, um, I don't know, he, he got sent, he got stationed, um, where was that? And you knew exactly where to go. He was at Fort Oklahoma and he knew exactly like, say, you know, and he just got there and they would say, well, were you in the hospital? You know, um, like where's the hospital or whatever? And he could go, well, you got to turn right and turn left. And I know the hospital's right there. And he never seen the hospital mm-hmm. before, so it you know. My first time at Fort Sill. Yeah, so it wasn't it probably his first time at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. So uh, a particular gift of uh, psychics and mediums that we we've seen is we've heard actually this intuition, a, a very uh, strong intuition. So again, that that sounds like <laughs> he has strong intuition. You and you do too, also. Yeah. For you to be able to to go there and see things, uh, for uh, remote with regards to remote viewing, have you seen things or done remote viewing for past? Uh, meaning going back in time, because we heard this story before of a guy who just went to this building and then he suddenly uh, a sensitive guy suddenly he sees the building maybe. F- 80 years back because when he got there he could see a stream of water it was oh, like he was sure. transported yeah sure i can i can look at it i can look at a sometimes go you know look at an older building and then i can um 
start smelling the smells that there must have that there was at one time like you know if they use wood smoke or you know like 50 years ago you know um or i can start absorbing the energy of what it used to look like or like i said start seeing spirits um but yeah i i used to have that a lot when i was younger i don't know if i really have it as much now but so many places, you know, everything's new, you know, they're tearing down old, so many old things and they're building new stuff, you know, but I know when I was a kid, I, I would have that, I, it was almost like I was stepping, you know, into 50 years ago, you know, and then I could see that things that, and even now, like, say we were driving down the road, um, well, this is when my mom was still alive, um, you know, her and I were driving down the road. And I was telling my mom, I said, okay, I said, every time I look to the left, I swear to God, I, I see like a small old cabin, you know, painted white. And that, that kind of was weird because usually, you know, cabins aren't painted white. It was like a white house, I guess. You know, cabins are usually a log cabin in the wood, you know, brown. You know, but, you know what I mean? They're not usually painted, you know. Um, but anyway, so this was modernized, though. So they had put, you know, siding on or whatever. And I told my mom, I said, every time I take, look to the left, I said, I always see this small house painted white. And then, you know, there's a door in the window. And I described it. And she, she goes to me, she says, you know, she said, she said, okay, she said that um, I think it was her uncle had actually lived in that house. And that house was torn down. Mm-hmm. So I was seeing a house that was not there. I mean, it yes, was not yeah, physically yeah. there anymore. I was seeing uh, the memory of the house and like too, like I'll go past certain areas and I'll be like, you know, I could tell there was a house that was there in, in a, in a farm that was there. I can just pick it up. It's just, I can pick up on memories, you know, that's an ability. Some psychics would tell us also that when they go to a place, they know how old it is. <laughs> when they go to a house, they kind of know how old it is. Similar to what you're saying that you could feel it and see it and again, smell it for a certain degree. Yeah. Um, no, with Sam, you know, I mean, my husband actually has helped me a lot with the gift. And, you know, like I said, I was trying to uh, kind of hide there for a while. And he's like, no, you got to you got to face this, you know. So he he helped me a lot with that. He turned, you know, he because I mean, who knows? I mean, if, if I would have kept trying to trying to hide away, who knows what would have happened? So so, he, you know, he brought me out of my shell with that and. So he did. He did turn me, turn my life around with that. And then too, like when I would, when I would start, you know, with readings, I'd be like, okay, you guys are gonna think I'm crazy, but this is what I see next to you and things like that. And you know, because I, part of me did think I was going crazy, you know. But then all of a sudden, when I get hitting on everything they were saying, or you know, like when I say something and they'd be like, yeah, and you know, da da da, you know, then I start, I drop the, you're gonna think I'm crazy because. Obviously, I'm not, and I was able to, I was able to carry it through. So, you know, and then it just, I just got more sure of myself over time. Another person joined us in the call. It's uh, her name is Liz. Actually, she she also see see spirits, and she told us one time that she actually went to a, a psychiatrist just to check because she felt that she was going crazy <laughs> because she, she could not explain what she was seeing. And it, it's 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 very nice that to have a supportive uh, partner for, to to understand because again there are, there are stories of some people who their partners don't believe. I mean they just laugh it off, and right. I mean right. 
they don't accept it. I know I went to a psychiatrist too. And my daughter had told her that, that we were both mediums. And I was like, oh, here comes a, <laughs> a, a, um, what is it? Schizophrenia or something like that. that oh, geez, no, no, I don't need a diagnosis like that, you know. And so then finally, I just, I kind of, I just looked at the psychiatrist and I said, um, you know, that we're mediums and, you know, that, you know, I've helped the police and things like that. And I thought she was going to come back at me with some kind of diagnosis, you know, and she goes, nope. She goes, I have it too. <laughs> so oh. I was like, great. Yeah. She had, she would have kind of like um, deja vu where, you know, she'd see something before it happened, you know? So now if somebody says, have you ever gone to a psychiatrist? I'd be like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> An open-minded psychiatrist at that. Right. Right. Here in the uh, Philippines, um, when we have, possessions when possessions happen uh, when they bring in a priest actually we talked to someone who who experienced this that they actually bring a psychiatrist a psychologist first so the psychologist psychologist diagnoses first if the possession is an actual possession or it's just an uh, a mental issue because they have to diagnose that first before they they proceed with uh, exorc- an exorcism so th- 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 that's what happens also here when when they have to diagnose. But again, this is behind closed doors because, right? Yeah. Well, I I think they have that here too. I think that, you know, they well like for here. I mean, um, they kind of look more towards the the medical part of it. Like, is there something physically causing you know these problems, or is there something um, psychological? You know, like is it is it physical that's causing it, or is it psychological that's causing it? Um, you know, like our, I don't know, it seems like our country's not that open to, to demonic possession. I mean, like you'll hear people talking about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't seem, you know, it seems more medical, you know, like, is it physical? Is it, is it psychological? You know, I mean, I'm sure that they, they do perform them here, you know, but it's just, you never really hear about it too much, you know, over here. So but I think a lot of it's because they're, you know, very sciencey and very, you know, what I mean. Yeah, logical thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of scientists don't believe there's even a god, or, you know, what I mean, things like that. It's like if they can't feel it or hear it or, you know, then they don't. A lot of times they don't feel that it exists, you know. So. But when you have to do a sworn statement in in court, you have to swear by the Bible, right? <laughs> you acknowledge yeah. God, but you can't acknowledge the devil. Yep, and that's what kind of gets to me too, because like I'll watch some um, some shows where, you know, that these these pastors are praying, you know, saying, "Oh, God told me this and God told me that." Well, it's kind of like, okay, God is a spirit, right? But the thing is, if if any other spirit is trying to tell a medium something, well, then that's bad. And it's like, I don't know, God's yeah. a spirit, and he's talking to you, so why can't this spirit talk to me? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, yeah, it's kind of, you know, what do you call it, double-sided or... Yes, yes. Double, you know... Double standards. Have you, yeah, have you experienced something scary with regards to demonic entities? Um, Yeah, in my car. Um, Well, because I, I went to back to school for... Uh, well, actually, a couple... Well, actually, that one's a, a better one. In my car, I had I had gone back to school for a CNE. Got done, you know, I had to do the clinicals, and I got my car. Actually, I had a couple of experiences with that. And um, then all of a sudden, I'd seen, um, you know, a demon, you know, a, a dark spirit of a young girl sitting in my back seat. I looked up in the mirror, and I'm like, 
oh, holy crap, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm speeding, trying to get away from her, and I'm, then all of a sudden, I just, it dawned on me, I'm like, she's in my car, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, I'm not going to, the speed is not going to help me whatsoever, you yes. know, and, um, but yeah, she kind of, uh, you know, and finally, you know, I tried to do my face and to protect me and stuff like that. And, uh, but yeah, no, she kind of hung in that car until I ended up junking it out a couple years later. Um, she didn't really do anything. She just kind of stared at me a lot. And, you know, I mean, they were like, if I'd be alone at night, I could feel her back there. Um, but then too, we also had, um, there was a, a dark spirit and I actually got a picture of him, um, in our old house. Um, I was, um, like staining our floors because we had a hundred year old house with the, the wooden floors and I was staining the floors you know like scrubbing them and staining them that I stained them after and um I was you know like everybody was upstairs sleeping and I was downstairs and we had a dog at the time and I was uh you know sitting on the floor scrubbing the floor and all of a sudden I heard the dog just yike you know the dog was sleeping and then he just yiked and then I asked him, I said, what's the matter, Heinz, you know, and then not even a couple of minutes later, this whatever this dark energy moved in on me and I could feel it just start, my head started shaking. You know, I could feel, I could feel it like covering my face and my head started shaking. I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm done. You know, I'll, I'll resume in the morning or whatever. So, but yeah, I've, I've, you know, they've come after me enough times. So it's because of probably the again uh, if you have you talked to other mediums and asked them how you emit your light or your energy because apparently evil spirits or evil entities also are attracted to that light it's like oh who's this powerful thing that so they're attracted and they well they they get angry with the light they don't they don't like that light you know what i mean and i think too like they're very angry too because a lot of um dark spirits they like to trap the nicer spirits, basically. And then a lot of mediums try to pass, you know, cross over the nicer spirits. And that has made the dark spirits mad. I know that's kind of what I went through in Clintonville. And when I lived in, you know, in the last house that we lived in, um, you know, because I was steadily crossing the spirits over. And it seemed like it actually got the, the, the main dark spirit mad because I was taking his toys away, kind of. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't control them because they were gone. There have been stories, we've heard stories of, um, they're saying they're fallen angels. They're like tall, tall beings and they're hooded and they stay usually stay in areas that have had a lot of deaths. And again, that's the story that they feed on the, the fear, the sadness in, in an area. So I'm not sure if, that's similar to what you've experienced when you were moving spirits to the light. That entity that that you encountered was it something like that or uh, totally different? Um, I well, I mean, I, I didn't see it wearing a hood or anything, but I mean, I did feel its anger, and I did, you know, I did see its outline, and and you know, we have um, like we call them energy implants here too. Mm -hmm. Like um, a lot of times when a person will pass on, pass on. They said that the sometimes dark spirits or energy implants will take their place. So we have what they call energy implants. Um, I'm trying to think. There's other spirits too that um, there's some spirit that you just you can't you can't get rid of it rid them out you know you can't rid them out of your house. Um, I can't remember what they were. Um, 
they weren't energy implants, but it was it was another dark spirit that we we have a lot of different ones. I know when I was in um you know when we still lived in the last house we were in, um you know I went outside and I looked to my right and I saw um a dark entity. Mm -hmm. I looked to my left, I saw a dark entity, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting back in the house. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm not messing with this at all. Yes. You know. You you mentioned uh, as we're closing. You mentioned that you wanted to uh, start a YouTube channel to again talk about your experiences. Are there any particular topics you wanted to talk about? I mean, we could probably start it off here. I mean, just to jumpstart your <laughs> your yeah. Well, it's just that you know, it's just that. I mean, I think some of it was just kind of like you get tired of hearing people go, "Oh, you know, mediums are they're fake and they're just trying to." Um, you know, drain people's money and they're, you know, charlatans and, you know, it's like, you know, we are real, you know, and that, you know, that's another thing too. Um, just speaking of that, I, you know, cause I, a lot of people are like, well, why don't you write a book about your experience or, um, you know, or do a video about it or whatever. And I said, you know, if I would write a book, it'd be like, yes, we do exist. <laughs> um and but part of the reason why is because um we were went up to the iron mountain va and like a week before we went to the va i was hearing my spirit guide say you're going to meet another medium hmm. and then i'm like okay cool well we more the merrier you know you know he said i was going to meet another medium and then i'm like okay so then we i took my husband and i went up to iron mountains the va and then there was a guy he was sitting there talking about how you know, basically, like, he can find, um, you know, find missing people, too, like mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. And he was telling some guy about it. And um, the guy was, you know, started to laugh. And, like, this, you know, he acted like this guy was crazy. Yes, and yes. Um, then he got up and he left and he walked away from him. And it was just like, I mean, I'm not always, I mean, I like to approach people. But sometimes, you know, I'm, you know, I, I wasn't sure about it either because, I mean, you know, a lot of veterans have problems, you know, after wars and things like that. Yes, and yes. But I just felt drawn to him. And then I sat down and I was talking to him. And um, he was saying, um, and actually he gave me his book. Um, his name, I believe, was Clarence Thibodeau. And he had wrote a book about his being psychic and, and his experiences and stuff. And then um, he had, uh, um he was saying that, you know, even though he has kind of this gift that he can see, find people, um, he said that, you know, that, you know, mediums, you know, they're just the real, you know, the ones doing readings and stuff, they're just kind of fake and, you know, like, kind of like, you know, not, you know, because he said, we, he said, my wife and I, we went to a medium and I guess there was like a huge age in their gap in their um, you know, marriage, like, I don't know, mm -hmm. she was 20 years older or something. Mm -hmm. But anyways, mm -hmm. the medium was telling him that, um, that they, he wasn't going to get married and stuff. And you know, they both had wedding rings on, you know, but anyway, mm -hmm. so then I ended up doing a reading on him and I said, okay, I said this to your wife, I said, did she have, you know, I see, I see rings all over her hands, you know, like all of her fingers have rings on. And I said, did she wear a lot of rings and come to find out this woman was actually rich. And um, she, yeah, she dolled up with the rings. And I, I said, you know, she's she's telling me about her son. And he's like, oh, yeah, she does have a son. And, um, you know, but I mean, like I was hitting on a lot of different things, you know. And then he looks at me and he puts his hand kind of, you know, it's like index finger underneath his nose. And he's sitting there kind of like, huh. 
she goes, you really do exist. And I'm like, yeah, we really do exist. Yes. <laughs> you know? So that's why, like, if I never do a book, it would be like, yes, we do exist. <laughs> you know, but, um, and, you know, it would, it could help other people, you know, because like I said, they're trying to, you know, I have trouble trying to figure out things, you know, I mean, I've, you know, I mean, it's kind of like driving a car, even if you've got your hands on both, both wheels, you know, both of the, you know, both the sides of the steering wheel, you're still, you know, you can still veer here and then you got to pull back. So, so even though you can keep going, you still have a lot to learn. That's true. Um, to close, I just want to ask again, sorry, uh, we didn't talk about too much about your helping the police, but in the in the different cases you've helped, uh, have there been times that again you talked about that boy who who passed away on the on the river? Did that boy reach out to you and have a message, or are there other cases that are very uh, interesting, or you would like to tell us? Well, I mean, he did ask me if he was dead, and I said, I said, yeah, they pulled your body out of the water, and he was like, yeah, and he, I could see him kind of flying around, like, you know, like. It was awesome for you know, but what's kind of weird though is like you know when I seen, um, because he had a hat on because it was winter time, mm-hmm. and I never knew he had red hair until I saw a picture of him later on. Yeah, you know what I mean because he had a hat on, and yes, I yes. you know, for whatever because I mean a lot of times I can I can usually you know see you know features of of people like sometimes I can even see them if they wear those glasses that turn into the sunglasses you know, yes yes um tinting glasses i can even tell if they're they're wearing that um but yeah but like i said i didn't i didn't realize he had red hair until you know i see the picture of him because i seen him with the hat on yet which that's you know see that's how he ended up dying because when he you know it was winter time and he walked into the water and hypothermia probably yes. took over fast you know so but yeah he did and he was dead, so. Yes. Are, are there any uh, other cases that you helped with that are uh, unusual or where the spirits really helped find find their bodies or something like that? Um, well, I can a lot of times pick up. It's kind of like as long as, you know, because there was a recent case that they wanted me to try and help with. Um, the only thing is, and I could be wrong on this, but as long as their um, kind of like spirit and body stay together, mm-hmm. I can usually lock on to where they're at. Mm. But a lot of times, like when I've, you know, like this, I they've taken me past like where there was murders, you know, people were murdered. And then all of a sudden I feel like somebody's choking me or, yes, yes. you know, yes. things like that. So, I mean, I can kind of. Well, like into like this one murder victim, all I did was walk down the road, you know, and like I said, they found her body two years before we moved here and mm-hmm. I didn't know her, but um, it was like she, I, she just honed right in on me and, you know, what I mean, all I have to do is either look at a picture or drive past Yeah. and it'll, it'll lock on. It'll come to you. you know? yeah. It'll, yeah. And it's almost like it grabs me, you know what I mean? Like, cause I've gone past where there was like you know, that people were murdered or whatever, and I can actually feel something pulling, you know, like mm-hmm. by my solar plexus, and it, I can actually feel like they're grabbing me, like I'm right here, or, yeah. you know, yeah. um, it, it's kind of weird, though, you know, it's, 
you know what I mean? Like, usually I don't mind, but it's like when you feel like you're being physically pulled. Yes. You know, yeah. You're like, great, wonderful. <laughs> and, but, you know, I understand, though, too, because, I mean, not everybody, you know, has this gift. And, and if they can see that I'm different, you know, from other people, you know, or that I can probably try and help. Of course, they're going to try and get a hold of me, you know. Uh, Kathy, thank you very much. Uh, I'm not sure if you have questions for us. I'm, I'll just ask the other people here. Do you have questions, Liz or Sam? I'm okay. I'd, I'd love to hear more about you. I hope that you, you know, you reach out to us and we can reach out to you again once your YouTube channel is up. Well, I don't know if I'm going to... Well, I just wanted to try to... Share, yeah. Just do a YouTube channel and see how it goes, you know. So, you know, just try it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> good luck. Good luck and I'm happy. Alrighty. Well, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Alrighty. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Thank you, Kathy, for giving us the time to share your stories. I think you're one of the lucky ones to have such a supportive husband, a partner who regards your abilities and gifts. Not everyone gets that support, honestly. If one of you listening now is married or has a partner who has abilities, I would request that you be more understanding of their abilities. It is nerve-wracking enough for them. Your doubts and skepticism do not help the anxiety it naturally brings. You don't have to believe. You just have to listen. I did some research on Wisconsin before talking with Kathy, and I found out that Wisconsin had a lot of cryptids and weird stuff. So if you're from Wisconsin and you have a few stories about the creatures there, hit us up on Discord or email us at paranormalsph at gmail.com. The link to the Discord server is down in the show notes. I would like to thank our Patreon sponsors. Thank you. Maraming maraming salamat. Uh, they're Sunny, Pat, and Jay. We totally appreciate your support. To the listeners, if meron kayong gustong pasalamatan na nakakalabas pa rin tayo regularly every week, pasalamat kayo kay Sunny, Pat, and Jay. So, <laughs> ang laking tulong talaga, promise. If you want to be a Patreon sponsor as well, back in a man, check the link in the show notes. It really helps me produce this podcast. The Paranormal Podcast is engineered and produced by F90 Productions. If you have the time, please rate and review our show on your preferred podcast platform. If you can share it with like-minded friends, this helps us spread the word to others who might be experiencing things they cannot explain. Thank you for listening. Diyan pa ba kayo? Mga ka-LL, there pa ba you? Medyo busy ulit, kaya iksiang ko lang tong pagpag-portion natin. So, para sa mga ka-LL dyan, loyal listeners, ah, di ba? Iba yung ibig sabihin ng LL kayo naman eh. Pero, hmm, latak listeners na rin. Update ko na lang kayo sa status ng interviews. Gaya nung sinabi ko last week, um, medyo bumagal kami ng interviews kasi na-realize nga namin, merong matagal na namin na-realize yun. Pero ako recently, nung medyo napukpuk sa mga interview, uh, medyo, yun nga, may, bigla ako nagkasakit-sakit sa katawan. So, di ko alam kung related yun or whatever, pero 
mas naging ano lang, mas naging maingat lang. So recently, medyo humihinay-hinay sa ano sa interviews. Pero yun nga, mas mabuti ng safe, eh, 'di ba? So sa mga mag-reach out diyan, I hope LL yung mga mag-reach out. I apologize in advance kung sa chat or sa Discord muna tayo mag-usap kasi um, hindi naman sa winaway namin. Ina-assess ko lang muna kung eh, alam niyo naman takotin ako. Ina-assess ko lang muna kung safe pa siya kusapin. Okay ba? Wala naman mararamdaman. So, naninigurado lang. So, I hope you understand. Pero, okay kayo mag-alala. As of this recording, I'm checking now, meron tayong episode every week for Tuesday, every week until July next year. So, sinabi ko naman yun before, hanggat may episodes, maglalabas tayo. Pag wala na, pag wala na nag-decide kung mausap sa atin, eh, yun na yun. Diba? So, Marami na rin naman tayo. So, target ko siguro, at target 100. Tignan natin, sa 100 afternoon, kung may makuusap pa tayo, sige. Pero kung wala na, at least naka 100 episodes tayo, di ba? So, madami pa talaga as of now. Hirap lang talaga makahanap ng time i-edit. So, thank you sa lahat ng loyal listeners, aka latak listeners, naway manalo kayo lahat sa loto. Hashtag LL. <laughs>